0: Welcome to the No Holds Barred Witchcraft Podcast.
1: Chris, who are we being interviewed by today?
2: <laughs> yeah, we are definitely going to get interviewed today. You do know that, right? <laughs> it, it, it won't be us. This is, we've got Meet the Map Maker today.
1: Meet the Map Maker.
2: So it's, it's a special day today, isn't it? Very special day. Why is it a special day? Oh. Something about the
1: baby Jesus, that one. Well, no, I know the baby Jesus is apparently reported to have been born today on the 25th of December, 2022. (laughs) But actually, it's a special day because it's an interview, isn't it? With a legend.
0: I am not a legend.
1: No? Do you not think you're a legend? I
0: know
1: I'm not. We talk about you all the time. So you kind of must be, surely. People know you by a pseudonym. Yeah. So that's kind of somewhat legendary now.
0: If you want it to be, today it can be.
1: I mean, In you're quoted often. the quotes.
0: Yeah, that could happen.
1: Chris, do you know what was what, your favourite map maker quote? Do you have one? I
2: don't think I do. You don't have a
1: favourite one?
2: No. Ooh. Quoting the map makers, your thing. <laughs>
1: Well, oh, I've got a couple here. You see, I think I, I have a sweet a sweet spot for the first ever one. This is the one that made me start writing them all down, you see, cataloging them, right? Can you remember your first ever quote that we stole from you, map maker?
0: No, I honestly don't. You've got like 13 or 14 now, so <laughs>
1: who keeps track? We've almost got 13, almost, I think this one you tell us whether it sounds like you and we can start off with this we'll base this in fact we should base our questions based on <laughs> the map for quotes i think that would be brilliant wouldn't it? i mean we could ask her what she gets up to magically speaking but i'm sure a lot of our secret in it
2: a lot of that will go over people's heads i think is the problem
1: i think i can just put her on the spot and ask her what did you mean by this so this quote The deficiency is in the thought process of the practitioner. What do you mean by that?
0: It would depend on what we were talking about at the time, but generally speaking. um, (laughs) Wiccans. Yeah, Wiccans. A lot of your practitioners think things don't work, and it's not really that they didn't work, it's that they didn't think about it in the right way. So they got what they asked for. Uh, The deficiency there wasn't in what they did, it's in how they thought it out. Hmm.
1: So you have no sympathy for people that get things wrong? Or is this a- uh, well,
0: Did they get, get it, it wrong though, or did they just should... not think it through correctly? I don't think right. they need sympathy. It's a learning experience.
2: Okay. I think what like, she's saying, Liam, is that it's not all about the intention. It's not all about the intention. No. It's
1: all about the results, I always think. And to you get results, Liam? To a certain extent, the journey. It's either about the journey or the destination, sometimes potentially both, but normally if you're going on for a little, a jolly in the countryside, you don't really care about where you're going, you're just going for the thrill of having a wander about in the countryside. Whereas if you're going somewhere and you need to be there at a specific time to do a specific thing, that's all about destination. Yeah, I think. What What do you think about the general state of magical people? <laughs> let's
0: just say it's why i don't interact with most of them
1: do you think there's a lot of deficiencies
0: yeah yeah
1: where do you think these deficiencies stem from though do you think these deficiencies stem from a thought process is it just that there is a snowflake generation as they say or is it something else
0: i honestly don't know my own background is so different than everything else I've ever come across. I'd be hesitant to pick. I think it's probably pretty individualized. Everybody's got their own place they started and how they learned. Um, so there's no uniformity to it.
1: So can you talk a little bit about your background then? Cause you have quite an interesting background.
2: I'm
1: not having I, formal teachers. You, you only just get electricity or something.
2: Well,
0: actually, we did about 24 hours ago. We just got electricity back. We've been out for a while. Um, so I'm completely in the forest. People are optional. Uh, people have always been optional. Um, I had no access to any form of book, um, other teachers, nothing. Um, probably until I was well into my 20s. Uh, when I went away to college, I ended up with a Wiccan roommate. You can imagine how much fun that oh, year was. Wow.
1: Oh, is that roommate still alive? May I ask?
0: Yes. Yep. She's still alive and I check in on her periodically. But, um,
1: what it it was... a psych ward?
0: No, <laughs> is the like quart? No, no.
1: <laughs> in the padded cell, she's just rocking forwards and backwards and babbling incoherently.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they no, didn't have to lock her up for that. But, um, yeah, so no formal education, no books, no correspondences. Uh, internet's pretty new. We are exceptionally remote. So uh, basically I had to learn itself. So um, I got started more or less with my first contract when I was pre kindergarten. Um, and that got me some teachers essentially. Um, and then I've upheld that magical contract that's still going. We've tweaked it a few times over the years because obviously I'm older and situations change. Um, but yeah, so magical entities, the earth itself, the natural world that was my education
1: when you say magical contract can you share a little bit about that because if anyone was to be some sort of you know kindergarten they call it kindergarten don't they
0: yeah over here yeah
1: kindergarten hit witch (laughs) if anyone was to be I can imagine it would be you first magical contract taken out on the soul of someone She's there yeah. uh, on her way to school with her lunchbox. <laughs> I'll do it on the way home.
0: <laughs> basically, my first magical contract was an agreement. I'm going to, I don't know, obtain education, however it saw fit to offer it. Um, yeah. And in return, basically, I'm tied to here. I i belong to the, the land now. Um, the land. So, That's why she has and, to work so hard. Uh, yeah. And then I had a we had a witness for the contract, of course, because you always want one of those. And whenever I've had to renegotiate it, we've just called the original witness back and renegotiated as necessary.
1: So, how has that interfered with either your your actual life, so from a mundane perspective, or your magical kind of work and stuff like that? Having a contract like that, that from that, that is a, quite a firm basis. It's a constraint to a certain extent, just perhaps not in the ways people think.
0: Yeah, um, I travel, but only, let's just say I'm gonna run it by it first. I'm not gonna go, I'm, I went away once for 16 days um, and that was a, probably a three month setup. Uh, tend not to travel exceptionally far, don't travel um, if without notice if at all possible. Um, after about three days, uh, the The pull to get back it gets, starts getting a little bit uncomfortable. Um, after seven days, it's just plain ugly. Um, so that can impact your your mundane life because, like I said, I don't travel unless I've kind of run it past everything first. There's a whole setup and process that's involved, um, and then I'm always aware while I'm gone. Um, we're not really constrained by distance, so if any of the wards or anything I have here protectively gets triggered while I'm gone it's an absolute pain to deal with. So um, I tend not to travel a whole lot. That's not to say that I don't, but um, it's not something I do. I'm not moving off of here. So lived my entire life here. Um, College was crazy because I had to do my schedule for two and a half days. I was gone very short stints and then I was right back. Um, So if you're looking for an active social life, it ain't gonna happen.
1: So is that a bar, a contract or an agreement that you have ever regretted?
0: I wonder sometimes if it would be different if I hadn't, but I don't regret it under any circumstances. Um, because I really don't remember a, a time very well before it. It's it's after mm. this many years completely ingrained. Uh, waking, sleeping, whatever you're doing, you're always aware of it. Um, so if it was missing now, I think it'd be kind of strange if it wasn't around. We had a little bit of a feud last July. Um, it broke its side of the contract and we had to wait for the negotiations to, um, I guess get set out. And so I kind of clamped down on it. Uh, and it was a weird month without that constant ebb and flow. Uh, it was, it was unsettling. It wasn't anything I couldn't handle, but it, it was definitely odd having it crack down that hard and not being able to just let it go like it normally does
1: Hmm. interesting so you don't regret it what would you sum up that agreement to be or is it some sort of like your custodian or guardian or what
0: I'm here to preserve it and make sure that it stays safe Um, it has not everything is in English so me translating it is kind of weird, but essentially, you know, it's got a, a set of parameters that it wants to maintain. My job's to make it happen. Um, I'll spend my entire life doing that. If I'm good and lucky, I'll be able to pass it to someone else. There are, there are other practitioners in my family. I have no, I have two children, but none of them have any interest in that. So um, eventually I'll probably pass one to one of the kids, but it's going to go under the whichever one is most likely be able to preserve it and go Mm. forward. So, but I'll be here forever.
1: (laughs) So does this preservation of land often involve you burning down other people's houses or do you just do that for sport?
0: No, that was something else entirely. um,
1: Oh, can you tell us that story? I
0: I guess so. Um, I've had uh, an entity that's been, I don't want to say pressuring, but, been pretty persistent. It wanted a particular universe burned out. Um, And it's been after me for quite a while. Um, Back in July, we had uh, apparently the time was right or whatever. So it was extremely persistent. And I decided that I was tired of listening to this thing constantly tapping, 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 trying to get my attention to go do this. So I said, all right, I'll go do it. But you're playing with literal fire and bigger entities. So I thought that you know, it's always wise to have everything laced down pretty tight. So it was a very extensive exhaustive list of what may not happen um, as above, so below. So there's always a chance for some blowback when you're doing something really big like that. Um, so again, used the land here, set my bounds, uh, gave it the whole list of all the things it was not allowed to affect. Um, and then literally probably 30 feet out Outside the bounds, um, everything started to go to pieces. The nearest neighbor, which is probably two-tenths of a mile away, their house burned to the ground. Um, Then another house in a neighboring town that we went through like a week where houses were burning down, um, people were getting sick. It was was kind of crazy around here for a while, Um, but nothing that is under my, I don't know, we we're gonna call it protection or whatever. Jurisdiction. Jurisdiction, mm. yeah, that's a good word for it. Uh, none of it was affected. Everything was perfectly fine. Um, it got its universe burned out, and here we are.
1: And she also stole someone's car once as well, I remember.
0: Oh, yeah. The car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't don't know how
2: magical that was, though. <laughs> <laughs> she borrowed um, it.
0: I, I um, brought it back. I didn't steal it. Uh.
1: <laughs> Borrowed it without permission. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's questionable. Something <laughs>
2: gave permission. Something gave permission. <laughs> Something gave permission. Oh, right.
1: Okay. So, in terms of obviously, you're quite accomplished in terms of a magic, a magical practitioner, because you've come and you've found us and you've started interacting with other magical people from a position and a place where you've actually been practicing for a long time. You've built up your own practice essentially from scratch. There's a lot of people don't, a lot of people kind of are interested and they try to seek out other people. Um, I think that there's a there's probably a quote related to this. Hmm. Let's see. a cute book in a metaphysical shop is not going to help you with the grit needed to get, What you want.
0: Yeah, that's probably still true.
1: So, for advice then for other people out there that really want to get to the position that you've got to, what's the best advice you can give? Not putting you on the spot or anything.
0: Yeah. Boy, I don't know. I tend not to give advice if I can avoid it. I guess the thing to do is to quit worrying about what everybody else is doing and worry more about what you are doing. Um I see a lot of people who move from I don't know type to type to type. Uh, I don't know if it's like the the jelly month club or what, but they're they just keep moving. Um you got to pick something and settle. It does, and it doesn't have to be a particular type. I I have no idea what you'd call what I do. I it's just what I do. Um hmm. and honestly, I think I probably made out better at the time when I was younger, I was always worried because I'm like, well, I've never read a book. I've never run into another practitioner. I, who knows if I'm doing this right or not? After a while, I just quit worrying about that and focused on what I was doing. I think that did me more good than if i run. I kind of am happy now. At the time I thought I was missing something. Uh, clearly I haven't missed a thing. Um, and I really think if you just put all that stuff down uh, and just go actually work with it yourself, you're better off.
2: Mm. I think we can well and truly attest to the fact that you really haven't missed anything. Mm. Um, You know, A big part of what we do um, involves kind of scratch testing people. And I don't think there's a single test we've ever done you've not passed with flying colors. So I think it's one of those kind of things where it's kind of like, I think your testament to the fact that actually, even if you had no access to any of this, that actually if you're willing to put the work in, you can get to wherever you need to get to. Um, I think too many people kind of go, I need the I need the latest book, or I need to know what's going on with the latest, because if I'm, it's probably the world we live in, I imagine, in the West where you're always kind of sound bitey culture of kind of going, oh, that's the latest. Oh, I missed the latest. What did the news say today? What did Facebook tell me that I should have known today? Like, people are so used to kind of never really kind of bathing in anything, you know, where they just kind of let it all soak in at, at a, a kind of natural pace. Everybody's kind of like, oh, I haven't learned it quick enough. Must learn the next thing.
1: Well, you've always got loads of projects on the go, haven't you? And I think Thank you're you. one of those people that like to see things to completion, but realise it, it's not necessarily always going to happen overnight or immediately. But what are some of the issues that you see with our various, let's say our Facebook groups and such that you've been in a couple of times and that, where do you see, do you see any issues with people's approach? Because you've mentioned about potentially comparing each other or picking up on what the current latest trend is and that kind of thing. Are you seeing any trends that you just shake your head at? Well,
0: you haven't. I've tapped out of pretty much all the Facebook groups. I'm still in year two and that's pretty much it. Um, there's a certain rhythm to the drama in your groups. Uh, mm. I like to, <laughs> I like to kind of lay private bets with myself as to when the next round is going to kick off. Um, so far, I've got pretty good, pretty good. Average <laughs> on <that one. laughs> uh, I like to see what everybody's doing. Like, the, you know, um, Sometimes I wish I could post more. There's not, literally nothing to see with what I do. So there's, it's not like I'm gonna post a pretty picture. There's literally nothing to see. Um, I don't use anything like most people would think. Um, so it's, it's fun to look at them. Um, I get a little bored sometimes because we do all get on a wonderful kick once in a while. It looks like everybody's doing the same thing. I think um, Egregores was big. october before last there was a whole stint everybody seemed to be making one um one of the things i am disappointed is nobody follows up on how that turned out Mm. for like three weeks everybody's making egregores and then you never hear any more about yeah what happened with that i'd like to know whether that worked out for him or not um i don't think anybody has a right way or, or a wrong way you have the way that works for you but i'm kind of curious to see did that way work um it's not maybe not the way I would have done it, so I'm interested to see how it panned out for somebody else. Um, but yeah, I'm usually lurking around the the two groups pretty often during pretty much every day, just for entertainment value and to see what's going on.
2: I've got really bad lately. I'm not I'm not as engaged in them as I used to be. I think it's mainly because they seem to kind of run themselves these days, um, and we've got some useful very useful mods, but yeah. it's just. It's just one of those, yeah, there's always a wave, isn't there? Every mm-hmm. every now and again, there's just a wave of something everybody's is kind of involved in. Um, but yeah, I, I'd never, I'd wonder whether or not, is it a case that people are scared to share the outcome because it didn't go the way they wanted it to, or they can't explain the outcome? Um, I think sometimes that's the other one is they're not sure how to explain it so they don't talk about it
0: could be it could be the other time i i sometimes wonder if they don't just get bored and move on to the next thing and leave it hanging there Mm. which would drive me crazy i'm a little ocd about that if you're starting it i'm finishing it it may not work out but i'm gonna see it through
1: some people get funny about giving too much away as well about their personal lives or about their practices and stuff like that and that i've met a couple of people that it's always quite interesting because they want to share they want to talk but they're worried about how much other people are going to know about them or know about their practice and there are those that are absolutely scared to death that other people in the group are going to fuck with them which i'm not saying that can't necessarily happen but you know it is. it is what it is um but you say about obviously not having a huge amount of interaction with other practitioners not being taught but i know that in your area you've obviously encountered what would you call folk magic that kind of thing by yeah people.
0: there's a lot of folk magic-y stuff going on. like they're they're mundane so i don't know that they would necessarily call it magic it's tradition. It's what their grandparents did. The other thing is, is I'm in a demographic here where um, 65 is the average age and, you know, you got like very few people. So, um, you know, they're, they're doing what their great, great grandparents did and they they just keep doing it. They don't know why they're doing it. They don't Mm -hmm. really understand what it does. Mm -hmm. They just know if they do it, things work out. Um, Nobody's looking to complicate their life. So they just carry on with it. Uh, we've had a few Wiccans move in the area. They don't last here. Um, they do not last.
2: <laughs> do you I imagine it's that? too
1: wild for them. Yeah, probably. Well, it's too na- natural. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, nature's all fine and good until there's a bear on your front porch.
1: Yeah, or a geese. <laughs> um, do you ever use these people in their practices? It- you know to your advantage though because if they don't really know what they're doing and they're quite predictable like clockwork do you ever use that or do you just sure. oh you do sure.
0: yeah why not why why wouldn't i why would i waste it it's right there um it depends on the, the person in the situation but and the fun part is is literally nobody knows i practice so mm-hmm. what they do know is that if they have a problem i can fix it and if there is a disorder of any form it's only end up on my doorstep that's Literally, I've left calls with you guys and found bleeding people in my living room waiting for somebody to come stitch them up or something.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. It,
0: it happens all the time, um, pretty much daily. I've got a break to Christmas, apparently, and nobody's setting anything on fire. But um, yeah, they're, they're gonna show up, eh, it's early yet. They're they're gonna show up, they're gonna have problems, they're, they're gonna know that something isn't right. They've got a sick animal. Um, there's no vets here, so I'm the vet. Yeah. Um, their their cows having trouble their sheep is having trouble something is sick uh, and they'll try what little stuff they know and when they don't know I'm going to get a phone call
1: yeah the most important thing is that if we're on a conference call they can sit and wait bleeding because we're more important
0: (laughs) yeah pretty much in this particular instance oh yes
1: (laughs) oh that's quite sweet in a way (laughs) oh Okay, right, let's go off to another quote then, right. So here's an interesting one that brings up ethics, okay. It's one of our favourite subjects, isn't it, Chris? We so, do
2: uh, love
1: This one, uh, once you're on the tiered system, you never come off it. Cross me, and you'll never have existed in the first place. so i guess you could explain that but what i'd be interested in exploring is how far you go with working against others and protect you know not particularly nice ways because you don't like to draw attention do you to yourself
0: nope no i don't um and i I like a long-range plan Uh, i know everybody's into instant gratification that's not my thing um i will set stuff in motion and i am content wait as long as it takes. Um, so yeah, I have the tiered system, which I'm sure you guys are aware about, but essentially there are few, very few things I actually will concern myself with. Um, for the most part, I really don't care what anybody does. It's none of my business and I, it doesn't matter at all to me. I've got my own stuff going on. Um, but there are a few things that are very specifically under my jurisdiction. Um, and that I'm responsible for. And if something messes with any of those things, um, then I'm going to, depending on the size of the infraction, either really chastise it or destroy it utterly. Um, and it's just going to, it's just going to depend. But usually, in um, the few times that I've had people meddle with other people on my uh, tier system, um, I have campaigns to pretty much destroy their lives. Uh, but I do it in a in a nice long term way. I'm not going to. They're not going <laughs> to drop dead next week. Um, it's going to be a long, long drawn slow, out. painful drop down. You're going to lose your business. You're going to lose your wife, your house, your finance, respect to the community. And around here, that's probably the worst thing you can lose is community respect. Um, so I'm just going to start a campaign to completely destroy everything you've got. And when you're absolutely miserable, then I'm going to leave you like that for ten or so years. Um, and eventually, you'll probably either die of I don't know alcoholism or pick some other thing or, you know, you'll have a heart attack and get finished off.
1: So you're not really into rehabilitation, you're more into punishment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's very few things I've run into that has messed with anything of significance on my tier system that it's actually rehabilitatable. Um, Usually, usually, if they're in that they're they're looking to cause problems, and I'm not here to deal with their nonsense. I've got my own projects going on, and they're more important. So we're just going to eliminate the problem
1: one of the homeworks that i think it was either me or chris i can't remember who said it was a little project which involved the cruciatus curse and Mm -hmm. instantaneous magic now one could say that that's potentially not a very nice thing to do because you inflicted Mm -hmm. that upon was it a town council meeting or something
0: uh it was a historical society meeting but yes
1: Yes, historical society meeting. Now, your morals must, you know, bend to a certain extent to, to do something like that on a group of poor mundanes. Or were they not all mundanes? I don't know.
0: Yeah, they're For all
1: mundanes. People. I mean, surely you might not necessarily be the most moral <laughs> person in the world. You obviously mess with people now.
0: Rarely, usually because one of you guys ask it.
1: Um <laughs> oh come on, you can't blame us because you agree to it. Therefore Well
0: it's That's why I'm, doing, <laughs> well,
1: my fault that I'm many, doing it. I don't think there's been that many things you've refused to do. Oh that was it. The changeling. Yeah.
0: Still not that. getting your changeling.
1: No changelings and no um immaculate
2: conceptions
1: nope. for transsexuals,
2: no? But well, partly that I imagine that's because the demographic's in their sixties. Um I don't think it's a good idea to go around making sixty year olds pregnant, Liam. If anyone could pull it off, she could pull it off. Which I'm sure she could, but that doesn't mean that really she should. Like that we draws far fascinated. too much attention. Geriatric pregnancies cause a lot of stir. Who doesn't like a bit
1: of geriatric pregnancy though? Oh.
2: No, i think that's i think that's down to you wanting to be awful um and stir the pot as much as you possibly can well there is a Matt, there is a map maker
1: quote actually that covers this because when asked about killing too many mundane she said after a while the mundanes pick up on that so it is a case of i suppose several houses burning down or exploding you know yeah they're <laughs> oh, a little 90 year old Ethel she's so pregnant <laughs> yeah there'd be a lot of news crews you know knocking on the doors and asking questions and such I guess but speaking of which what have you got against the French I <laughs>
0: have nothing against the French
1: Oh, what do you have against the French Liam I dislike the Parisians I have to say But don't you have a little project that involves uh,
0: the trees are taking over Paris,
1: uh, the trees are taking over the frogs. Yes. Oh, but that's not, that's a little long, long and drawn out. Isn't that
0: it is, not It is. I had to roll back time a little bit and start it and then come forward and now just let it go. They're they're trees. It's going to take them a while. They don't grow overnight.